We've got plenty to cover today with regards to that website formerly known as Twitter. But since we're all definitely experiencing a bit of Musk fatigue right、mm -hmm. now, let's start things off with something a bit different than the never-ending saga of an extremely rich bozo inventing new rakes to step on.、Mm -hmm. Let's check in on an old character from our rogues gallery, one who appeared out of nowhere one day in a very spectacular way, being outed as one of the masterminds behind one of the biggest heists in history. And if that weren't enough, it also quickly came to light. That we had an absolute weirdo on our hands, an aspiring rapper with limitless ambition and objectively zero talent whatsoever. I'm talking, of course, about Razzlecon. Real name: Heather Morgan, the crocodile of Wall Street, the Versace Bedouin. In retrospect, what a fun time! Razzlecon landed on all of our radar back in February 2022 when the feds announced that they'd made arrests in the case of a 2016 Bitfinex hack in which 120,000 bitcoins were stolen from what was then a popular cryptocurrency exchange. Those bitcoins, originally worth $72 million at the time of the heist, had ballooned in the past six years to a worth of $4.5 billion, making it one of the biggest heists ever. And when it came out that the masterminds behind it weren't a rogue state or an elite hacking crew, but just a married couple in the United States who were a little weird, people were stunned, flabbergasted even. And then they they were more stunned when they got a look at the couple's very public social media presence, especially the wife's music career, which honestly fascinating. That's the real criminal activity right there. I know. And just to refresh your memory. We promise this will be as brief as possible, but come on. <laughs> oh, and also,、uh, we actually somehow missed this at the time. But just a week after being arrested, Razzlecon was out on bail and decided that she was just going to go ahead and proceed with her plans to release her latest music video for a song she made about COVID called "Social Distance." So we haven't shown this before. Check it out. Who got coronavirus? Who? I'm sorry, and yes,、uh, that is from Razzlecon's official YouTube account, which remains public to this day. It belongs to the government now. <laughs>、uh, yeah, usually when someone finds themselves in deep shit legally and facing decades behind bars, they scrub their online presence clean. And immediately following the arrest, Razzlecon did exactly that, but it apparently only lasted a few days. She even apparently signed up for Twitter Blue at some point in the past few months, despite only tweeting twice since her arrest. Yeah. So yeah, it looks like they can lock up Heather Morgan all they want, but the crocodile of Wall Street will never be caged. And speaking of which, Razzlecon and her husband Ilya Lichtenstein were reportedly facing up to 25 years behind bars for their crimes, and that appears to have influenced their decision to go ahead and take a plea deal. Here's Forbes: the crypto crime power couple who were accused of laundering billions in bitcoins stemming from a 2016 hack of the Bitfinex cryptocurrency exchange are now set to plead guilty. Federal court records show. 
The two were arrested in February 2022 at their Manhattan apartment, and their wild tale captivated the world. Shortly after their arrest, the world quickly discovered Heather Morgan's rap alter ego as Razzlecon, in which she sang in the 2019 track Versace Bedouin that she is a rapper, an economist, a journalist, a writer, a CEO, and a dirty, dirty, dirty hoe. She admitted. She admitted. And I stole, and I stole 120,000 bitcoins. But I'll, don't tell anyone. A couple billion dollars. It uh, continues, on Friday, an online federal court docket noted that Heather Morgan and her husband, Ilya Lichtenstein, are expected to plead guilty in a federal court hearing in Washington, D.C. next month. Documents submitted to the court on Thursday show that each defendant faces one count of money laundering conspiracy and that Morgan also faces one count of conspiracy to defraud the United States. Federal prosecutors are asking the court that the couple be made to forfeit the approximate $3 billion worth of cryptocurrency. They still have it? I don't know. These assets also include assorted U.S. and Canadian gold coins excavated and recovered by law enforcement from Location 1, a premises in California known to the defendants and the government, which authorities say are additionally the result of the couple's ill-gotten gains. Wait, did they bury gold? <laughs> Out in the California desert. That's, they, they that's wild. gold and buried it? That's, that's pretty cool, actually. That's some real crocodile of Wall Street shit. If I were them, I would be like, oh, my, all, all my Bitcoin keys and all of my gold coins were on this Brinks truck that was traveling from the Bay Area to Los Angeles <laughs> and hit a few snags along the way. Oh, my luck. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I think the government did retreat, recover a lot of the money, but the, uh, yeah, there's probably some of it still account, unaccounted for. So it's like, yeah, we'll give you less time. We won't give you the maximum sentence if you just... Give us the money. Yeah. Now, if you're them, you're thinking, okay, well, 25 years, I'll be pretty old. But if Still I make it that coins long, buried out in the desert. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, this goes back to just white collar crime in general, not getting really any consequences. We, we talked last week about... I think they're still going to prison. I, I know, I know. But it's like these people, well, the charges were defrauding the United States and it's billions of dollars. Uh, so... I mean, crypto crimes are victimless crimes, arguably, in <laughs> I my guess opinion. so, yeah. Uh, but st there's still no word on the exact terms of this plea deal, so we don't know how long these two are likely to spend in prison once the dust is settled. But taking a plea deal was probably the smart choice, considering that when the FBI raided their home, they'd already found ample direct evidence of their crimes and their intention to flee the country, all stored in a cloud <laughs> storage account, along with a bag of cell phones labeled burner phones under their bed. We were just joking. <laughs> why that's, why that's would a real a criminal <laughs> label it like that? That's just a fun joke we have as husband and wife. You could... Theorily, you aren't serious. <laughs> so a trial obviously would have been the more fun option for all yeah, of us. Yeah, I would have liked that. But any lawyer would have just begged them, pleaded, to play, take They've the plea deal. They've got you dead to rights, Razzlecon. Yeah, so that's what they're doing. Uh, the actual plea hearing is scheduled for next week. So we look forward to finding out more, but if it's anything like any other crime within this kind of, uh, you know, look at Elizabeth Holmes. She actually was going to jail for a while, and mm -hmm. yeah, they're already shaving some time off of that. Well, she is a mother, Ricky. That's the hardest, uh, and the the hardest, hardest job, job in the world. In the world. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to lock up a mother? If, if Rosal Khan isn't already pregnant, she needs to get pregnant right now in order to get some time shaved off that... Uh, I mean, her husband, it's funny, she's been on house arrest this whole time, even though she has more charges, but her husband has actually been locked up this whole time. I guess because he's a flight risk, because he like has dual, citizen, yeah. dual citizenship with Russia, 
But uh, yeah, it is funny that like even in this case, like the woman is clearly like even the government. She's like, yeah, she is more at fault. But uh, yeah, she can just stay at home, whatever, put on an ankle monitor. Look, who cares? We love the music videos. Yeah. And it's only going to make things a lot better if she keeps making them. Yeah, and, we need more content. And more crimes. Because <laughs> once she's in prison, that's going to be a lot harder. So, yeah. This other guy, I don't know, seems kind of boring. The, the Whatever. Guy, Lock him up. <laughs> the feds were like, let her cook. Let her cook. Yeah. She's up to something. We got to see how this some plays of the, out. Some of the best art is created with, you know, tremendous pressure. Uh-huh. And what better pressure than facing decades in prison for the world's largest crypto heist? That's how you make I, diamonds, baby. Yeah. It's, uh, God knows what she's been cooking, so... Very exciting stuff. Excited to taste it. Going to be wonderful. Mm. Anyways, we'll find out next week uh, what the plea deal looks like. But now it's time for Elon Musk. It's time for Elon Musk. In our previous video this week, we covered Elon's absolutely baffling decision to rebrand the most iconic social media website in the world to just the letter X and replacing its globally recognized bird logo with a Unicode character that likely can't even be trademarked. But there's always more to cover with this guy. The X rebrand stems from Musk's desire to turn his struggling company into the everything app, with financial services being a core feature. Uh, this, of course, is all just talk at this point. None of his proposed features for X have been implemented. It's not even clear if they're being developed. So all we've got now is Twitter, but with a totally new name that no one is using because it's still the same old Twitter, so people are just continuing to call it Twitter. Why? It, yeah, it's it sounds dumb. Including, I love that that's also true for, like, the media. Yeah, because it's, it's just nobody like, knows what you're talking about yeah. if you say X. It took, it's still to this day, it is confusing to refer to Facebook as meta. But at least now, a year or two later, it's like, okay, well, and, and in the case kind of, of people are getting it. And in the case of meta and Alphabet, they didn't rebrand. They just created a parent company for yeah, the many other the products. Yeah, they still have the same names. Yeah. Facebook is still called Facebook. Like, Musk was doing that when he made X Corp or whatever. And, like, it's like, okay, Twitter is going to be a part of the X ecosystem. But no, uh, Twitter is X. We're rebranding Twitter as X. So, yeah, even X itself uh, is, is still full of references to Twitter. There still doesn't seem to be any idea of what to do about the word tweet, which only makes sense as an extension of the word Twitter. It's all very dumb, but it just keeps getting dumber. According to Bloomberg, financial analysts are estimating that this name change is destroying somewhere between $4 billion and $20 billion in value for a company that has already significantly declined in value since Musk purchased it. And that's on top of the fact that Elon vastly overpaid for it in the first place. The overwhelming consensus in the business and marketing crowd is that this was a really dumb fucking idea. What a, what a moron. Yeah, just across the board, uh, condemnation and confusion. And that's kind of rare. I mean, usually you'd at least have a few contrarians on the opposite side. But the only people calling this a smart move are Elon himself and his army of simps. And I guess Linda Yaccarino, because she has no choice. She's a paid simp. And she's palling around with uh, Paris Hilton right now. She's a little busy. Is she? Yeah, she just had her picture taken with her. Okay. According to Elon, though, this rebrand wasn't just a smart idea. It's maybe the greatest idea ever. Quote, X will become the most valuable brand on earth. Make my words. Go ahead, punk. Make my words. So, yeah, always a good sign when you're making, like, just grandiose uh, proclamations. He has an edit button. And you can't even fucking spell. And you have an edit button, but you're just too lazy to do anything about it. And, well, that's because in the future he'll be able to say, I didn't say mark my words. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I was asking for help for the community is, to make my words real. It is going to come out someday that during this entire period, he has just been absolutely railing all sorts of weird drugs. Uh, the theory is that he is continuously upping the treatment for ketamine. Yeah, so yeah, I, I saw something he's cuz like so ketamine does This have, is all allegedly by the way. Uh, I mean like there he does take ketamine and he's he's admitted to it, but like ketamine does have clinical usage, but it has to be used in a very specific way and it sounds like he's just taking ketamine all the time without any medical guidance on it, which is um that's probably not going to work. I invented a new thing called macro dosing. It's where you take the small amount that you were supposed to take, but a lot more of it. And it makes you feel even better. Yeah. You see? But, I mean, yeah, this is, he's been in this like manic fucking state for like, I mean, kind of forever, but especially in the last like he year and a half. Need, look, look what happened. He needs to get laid. Kanye was all fucking crazy, <laughs> and then Kanye got a new girlfriend. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's quiet down and he's he's out of the news. Yeah, Kanye found a new girlfriend who looks exactly like his ex-wife, but seems a lot more just like compliant and <laughs> submissive. So guess, Elon yeah. needs to find some alt girl that looks Grimes. like looks like Groims, but uh, just keeps her mouth shut and <laughs> uh, you know does her wifely duties. Someone's got to take one for the team. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it leads, he's corresponding pretty well with Kanye's arc. Yeah, it is very similar. This is similar to like when Kanye releases a new album and then it's like, wait, no, it's actually not done. I'm making a bunch of changes. You just said it was done. It's like, that's not how this works. It's the same with like doing a rebrand. It's like in a normal fucking company, you would spend months behind the scenes, like figuring out how to roll this out. And no, he's just like flying by the seat of his pants. Yeah, well... Anyways. Brilliant business gambit, serve. <laughs> uh, we talked about this in our previous video, but rebranding Twitter to X is even dumber than rebranding it to literally anything else. Musk seems to have spent no time at all looking into the trademark implications of this, this decision, and here's Reuters with more on that. Billionaire Elon Musk's decision to rebrand Twitter as X could be complicated legally. Companies, including Meta and Microsoft, already have intellectual property rights to the same letter. X is so widely used and cited in trademarks that it is a candidate for legal challenges. And the company formerly known as Twitter could face its own issues defending its X brand in the future. There's a 100% chance that Twitter is going to get sued over this by somebody, said trademark attorney Josh Gerben, who said he counted nearly 900 active U.S. trademark registrations that already cover the letter X in a wide range of industries. It continues, and if Musk succeeds in changing the name, others still could claim X for themselves. Given the difficulty in protecting a single letter, especially one as popular commercially as X, Twitter's protection is likely to be confined to very similar graphics to their X logo, said Douglas Masters, a trademark attorney at law firm Loeb & Loeb. The logo does not have much distinctive about it, so the protection will be very narrow. <laughs> and here's Insider with more. Trademarks also have more value and protection the longer they're in use, Gerben said, meaning Musk's new logo is vulnerable to legal challenges in a way that Twitter's more established icons aren't. My first thought is how much value is probably tied into the Twitter brand and the bird logo that has been cast aside, Gerben said, because it's exceptionally rare that any brand becomes so pervasive in culture and, quite frankly, around the world as Twitter has become. Twitter auto-replied to a request for comment with a message saying that the communications department would get back to us soon. Yeah, so I guess they did finally stop the auto-reply poop emoji thing, which is 
funny. Uh, Linda pointed this out. Uh, when the announcement was made that they were changing it away from the poop emoji to an equally kind of brushing off whatever leave us alone response, she was like, clap emoji, we did it. And it's like, no, you haven't done anything. This yeah. doesn't solve any problem. You're just elaborating further on the same response, you which still, is fuck off. You still don't have an actual PR department. No. These emails are all going into the trash. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, X is the future, though. Uh, you know, we're starting off slow. We're changing the poop emoji into a, a, a sentence, a full sentence. Yeah, That's progress. As, you know, these are important changes. Um, never before has Twitter uh, responded to, to emails sent to them by the press. But yeah. now they kind of are. Of course, it, even if Elon does manage to trademark a single Unicode character as the logo for the future most valuable brand on Earth, step one is actually, you know, Settling on what the logo even looks like. And he seems to be having trouble even doing that. On Tuesday, Elon replaced the X logo with one that has slightly thicker lines, changing his profile picture and the logo on the web homepage. One of his top simps, Doge Designer, tweeted about this, saying the new logo was more bolder and edgy. But Elon soon replied with, I don't like the thicker bars. So reverting, the logo will evolve over time. Yeah, man. Everyone knows the key to brand recognition is to Constantly change your branding. That is business 101. Yeah, never... Never al- backfire. Always and- be in flux. Never yes. have a, you know, a, a set-in-stone brand that people can always recognize. you got to be always changing things up. On. Keep people on the edge of their seats. That's how you run a business. Oh. Okay. Anyways, we've gone over Elon's obsession with the letter X dating all the way back to the 90s and how it's very cringe and the sort of thing that a 12-year-old thinks is cool. And here's the New York Times with some more cringe. Inside Twitter's headquarters in San Francisco on Monday, X logos were projected in the cafeteria while conference rooms were renamed to words with X in them, including exposure, X-ult, and sexy, according to photos seen by the New York Times. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. A literal child. You are 50... Three years old? Anyways, another interesting element of this rebrand that would seem to indicate very little thought was actually put into it is the fact that even after the rebrand announcement, the official X account still had the handle at Twitter. And that was because at X was already staked out by someone who had had the account since 2007. So what do you do? Uh, Elon, he just took it. Yeah, he, did. he took it. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's Matt Binder in Mashable. Elon Musk took his next big step in fully turning Twitter into X on Tuesday night. The at Twitter handle officially changed to at X. But what about its original owner? Mashable interviewed Gene X. Huang, co-founder of event photo company Orange Photography, and the person who originally registered the at X handle on the platform more than 16 years ago, earlier that same day. Huang told us at the time that he had yet to hear from Musk and company, but was hoping they could work something out when the inevitable happened. So Musk now has the at X handle. What happened? Did Musk reach out to Huang? Did Huang cash in and get a paycheck from the company for the handle, as some on social media may, have, may speculate? No, the, the company just took it from him. Quote, I got an email basically saying they are taking it, Huang told Mashable in an email exchange. Huang previously told Mashable he was waiting for Twitter, or X now, to contact him <laughs> so he wasn't previously in contact with the company. He hadn't heard from X before that. There was no back and forth discussion. The email came from the generic support at twitter.com email address and not from a specific employee within the company. We're taking it. And yeah, Elon is, of course, well within his rights to do this. 
It still seems a bit crummy, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gene Huang could have sold that handle at any point in the past decade and a half and probably fetched a real pretty penny for it. Some people are real weird about these uh, OG usernames, yeah. and he could have sold it, but he didn't. He held on to it, and in hindsight, he probably should have sold it because now he's just at X123456789987659. Luckily, though, he doesn't seem too upset about it, at least, which, mm-hmm. yeah. But moving on now to other Twitter news, it's easy to look at this rebrand and think that the only thing that's changing is the name of the platform. And that, that's simply not true. There's, there's, a, lot there's of, a lot going on there's here. There's a lot of things changing behind oh, the yeah. scenes, guys. You just, just you wait. For example, here's the Wall Street Journal with an exciting change for brands on Twitter. X also warned advertisers that beginning August 7th, brands' accounts will lose their verification, a gold check mark that indicates their account truly represents their brand, if they haven't spent at least $1,000 on ads in the previous 30 days or $6,000 on ads in the previous 180 days, according to the email. Verification on the social media platform is important to many companies because they fear bad actors could impersonate and misrepresent their brand as some Twitter users did in the early weeks of Musk's ownership. In one notorious example, an account posed as Eli Lilly and tweeted that the company would make insulin free. Twitter subsequently said it improved safeguards against impersonation. And look, all things considered, that was one of the most positive things to come out of Elon Musk's uh, takeover of Twitter because they were forced through horrific PR to actually lower the price of a life-saving drug. No tears for Eli Lilly. Mm -mm. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah. But... Hey, with this threat, I mean... What else can the public do? What else can we get the price run down on? The sky's the limit, really. Thank you, Mr. Musk. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they're they're shaking down the brands. McDonald's, we're paying our workers a living wage. But, uh, yeah, that's from an article that's mostly about how Twitter is now offering a 50% off sale for just all advertising on Twitter. Twitter's having a fire sale? (laughs) Just weeks after Musk admitted that the company had seen a 50% drop in advertising revenue and was just bleeding cash. So yeah, sounds like things are going great. And this company is clearly on its way to becoming the everything app. It's going to be the nothing app. Everyone is definitely going to be closing down their bank <laughs> accounts at Bank of America and Wells Fargo and whatever and moving all their money over to X. Any day now, bro. Just trust me, bro. Come on, bro. And also, here's another new feature that the brands are going to love. Twitter Blue subscribers can now download videos directly. There's a little button. You just click download this. Oh, new John Wick just came out on Twitter. So yeah, (laughs) uh, this feature combined with the the other feature that allows uh, blue users to upload entire feature length movies to Twitter with seemingly no content ID system in place whatsoever Mm -hmm. uh, and no moderation in place to uh, take these uploads down in a timely manner. You combine all this and um, surely it's not something that will eventually lead to expensive litigation and fines from the Hollywood studios, who clearly are all also looking for any way to make fucking money they can right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the funniest zeets that I saw... Don't. uh, (laughs) They're uh, called shits. It was when Musk had replied to LeBron James' son... Uh, about, you know, vaccines or whatever, which is total fucking bullshit. But uh, a guy copied that and, like, one other tweet from Musk that was obviously horrible and said, just logged into my banking and finance application? What's this? (laughs) You know, this is the place where I do, uh, where I handle all of my personal uh, business. And uh, the owner of it seems to be 
losing his goddamn mind. Yeah, he has found a lot of somehow found time amidst all of this this big brand, uh, you know, shift to uh, also keep doing just far right virtue signaling on Twitter and making doing vaccine uh, denial and shit like that. Uh, very cool. The man gets you a CEO who can do both. He can ruin the company and uh, ruin his own. Anyone, personal image. Anyone who trusts whatever bank that Elon Musk launches, they deserve to lose everything. Yeah. Uh, I wish they wouldn't because I wish they were smarter than giving Elon Musk money, but that's kind of on you. Yeah, and like, you know, uh, unlike a normal bank, this bank, uh, if you if you get mad, if you get if you get like real into an argument and you tell someone to like kill themselves or something, uh, most banks can't just immediately lock you out of your bank account. Mm -hmm. But on on X, Bye -bye. They, they do. You got no more money. So uh, that's cool. I do want to say overall, taking a step back and looking at all of this, the most offensive thing here is that. We're watching one of the world's richest people just set forty something billion dollars on file this on money, fire. This money could have done anything. Yeah, uh, infrastructure <sighs> like forty-four billion dollars is so much money. It's such an outrageous sum of money that it could have had actual impactful change on society. Yeah, this is this is really uh, it's really helping to further the point that um, no one should be a billionaire. No one should be allowed to have that much money because they will inevitably squander that money. The yes. money would be better. Uh, this is it should be confiscated and put to use. This should society. be offensive to anyone. This dude is lighting $44 billion on fire and laughing about it in everyone's face. Pretty He's literally the Joker in Dark Knight. I mean... He, but who's the message for? Yeah. Um, Regulators? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's just, it, it's it really baffling. upsets me. It's very baffling shit. Yeah. Anyways, there's your Musk. Mm -hmm. We've got more news to uh, get to today, but first, we, we do got to tell you that this episode is sponsored by Factor. Now that we're in the thick of summer, oh, man. Man, are we in the thick of summer. Yeah. You might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Too busy with summer plans to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality that you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. Ready to feel your best while making the most out of your summer adventures? Stick to your wellness goals with premium, ready-to-eat meals featuring high-quality ingredients such as broccolini, leeks, and asparagus. Treat yourself to 34-plus weekly restaurant-quality options like bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, and grilled steakhouse filet mignon. Ready mm. in just two minutes! Looking for calorie-conscious options this summer? Try delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer? Try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. They offer delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles, from keto to calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and Protein Plus. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. 
And if you're looking to mix it up a bit, you can add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. This July, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com newsday50 and use code newsday50 to get 50% off. That is code newsday50 at factormeals.com newsday50 to get 50% off. All right, back to the news now with Another update to an ongoing news saga that we've been following for a few years now. Mm. Unidentified anomalous phenomenon, formerly known as UFOs. Much like Twitter, UFOs had a little rebrand. It's still having trouble catching on, though. Yeah, well, it was unidentified aerial phenomenon for a while, but now they're going in the ocean. we got to figure out a new anomalous. term. Anomalous. It's just... It, we don't know what it is. It's out there. It's going in the ocean. It's going in the sky. It's yeah. probably living next door to you. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, UFOs. But, <laughs> we all know what it means. So last month we talked about a U.S. military whistleblower named David Grush, who claims the military and intelligence agencies are hiding information about UAPs from Congress. And this guy's resume and the support that he's gotten from other respected military and intelligence figures would seem to indicate that he isn't just some crank. So his claims that the U.S. government is in possession of vehicles, materials, and even apparently cadavers of extraterrestrial origin were certainly intriguing, even if they seemed almost too good to be true. And Congress was so intrigued that they had him come testify about it this week. So here's CBS News. David Grush, who served for 14 years as an intelligence officer in the Air Force and National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, appeared before the House Oversight Committee's National Security Subcommittee alongside two former fighter pilots who had first-hand experience with UAP. Grush served as a representative on two Pentagon task force investigating UAP until earlier this year. He told lawmakers that he was informed of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program during the course of his work examining classified programs. He said he was denied access to those programs when he requested it and accused the military of misappropriating funds to shield these operations from congressional oversight. He later said he had interviewed officials who had direct knowledge of aircraft with non-human origins and that so-called biologics were recovered from some craft. Okay. It's kind of repeating itself. We're going to get one of those bl grainy black and white alien autopsy shows on Fox. Yeah, I thought we With the writer's strike going on, this is the perfect time to have another alien autopsy. We settled all this science in like, what was it, 2000? Alien autopsy was the 90s. I, uh, was the maybe the first one was, but they definitely kept, uh, they kept doing them. I think there was a couple of them. I think you're thinking of the magician that gave out all the behind-the-scenes oh, yeah, tricks. Oh, yeah, the masked magician? That was a human, not an alien. Well, we don't know that. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right. <laughs> but, yeah, Grush's testimony basically just reiterated his former claims that we've gone over before. Uh, very exciting claims. But those two former fighter pilots, Ryan Graves and David Fravor, who also testified, they provided some interesting testimony as well. Graves was an F-18 pilot stationed in Virginia Beach in 2014 when his squadron first began detecting unknown objects. He described them as dark gray or black cubes inside of a clear sphere where the apex or tips of the cubes were touching the inside of that sphere. He said a fellow pilot told him about one incident about 10 miles off the coast in which an object between 5 and 15 feet in diameter flew between two F-18s and came within 50 feet of the aircraft. He said there was no acknowledgement of the incident or way to report the encounter at the time. UAP encounters, he said, were not rare or isolated. Whew, uh, it continues. If everyone could see the sensor and video data I witnessed, our national conversation would change, Graves said. 
I urge us to put aside stigma and address the security and safety issue this topic represents. If UAP are foreign drones, it is an urgent national security problem. If it is something else, it is an issue for science. In either case, unidentified objects are a concern for flight safety. The American people deserve to know what is happening in our skies. It is long overdue. Fravor recounted his 2004 encounter with an object off the California coast. He told the subcommittee that he and another pilot spotted the smooth, seamless, oval-shaped object hovering over the water before it rapidly climbed about 12,000 feet in the air. It then accelerated and disappeared. It was detected roughly 60 miles away less than a minute later. Fravor returned to an aircraft carrier and mentioned the object to other pilots who were getting ready to take off, and they managed to get it on video. Quote, I think what we experienced was, like I said, well beyond the material science and the capabilities that we had at the time, that we have currently, or that we're going to have in the next 10 to 20 years, Fravor said. Damn. I like the the square within a circle. It's a cool design. Yeah. What's that about? Sounds what? like sounds like these aliens got a lot of different like uh, designs. What's the cube from like the DC movies? I can't remember the name of I it, but uh, you know, can't remember. That's the government probably worked on those movies, and they're like, "Hey, we got a great design idea for, yeah. uh, for this movie. We'll put it in the movie because that's how conspiracies work. You put the d- deepest, darkest uh, secrets of your conspiracy mm-hmm. in popular media to uh, taunt the public." Yes, that's how it works. That's that we, you're prepping them to better understand it when it becomes public. You know, you're just you can't just all of a sudden be like, "Hey, yeah. look at this! It's uh, fucking weird, huh?" Uh, no. Unfortunately, the lack of success that the DC franchise ex- has experienced—it it was a big misstep by the U.S. government. It, yeah, yeah. should have gone with Marvel. Yeah. So yeah, Congress definitely seemed interested in getting to the bottom of the, of all this. It, it actually seems to be pretty much the only thing that both parties can agree on, or have been able to agree on, for a long time. Uh, whether they're able to apply enough pressure on the military and intelligence agencies supposedly keeping these secrets is anyone's guess, though. I mean, there is a deep state. It's not the deep state Trump thinks there <laughs> is. But, um, yeah, for pretty much the last 80 years, there's been the intelligence agencies have kind of been able to just do whatever the fuck they want mm-hmm. with no oversight from the U.S. legislature. So who knows? But uh, there's also, you know, the possibility that this is all just a big old psyop. It's unclear, though, what the purpose of such a PSYOP would be. I mean, some are saying it's just a way to increase funding for the Space Force. But that doesn't quite make sense. Uh, The claims here are not that we need to give the Space Force more money to study these UAPs. The claims are that the government already knows a ton about UAPs and just isn't sharing any of that information. Mm -hmm. And if you wanted to increase funding for the Space Force, the best way to do so would be to, like, confirm that these things are real. But the DOD is steadfastly denying all these guys' claims. So, I don't know. Who the hell knows what's really happening here? It's it's like, I'm like, that's, wow, that's wild. That's wild. What am I supposed to fucking do with this? Same as every other time we've heard about this. <laughs> okay. It's just like, I, 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 yes, I agree that it seems as though something extremely strange is happening. So far, that strangeness has not uh, in my knowledge, uh, if affected your average human being, it yeah. seems to just be um, curious about our military personnel and our very fast planes and our buttholes. Well, maybe, but uh, as long as, like we said, maybe this is also the Orca's plan. They're they're actually looking out for us by saying stay away from the ocean. I mean, I I do like the 
like, they're, I don't even know if they're even They're theories. like, yo, there's something weird going on in the ocean. Don't I, come yeah, in. Yeah, I do like the idea that the aliens, that UFOs are real, aliens are real, but they live, like, in the Mariana Trench and yeah. not in the sky. Yeah. That's a fun theory. Yeah. Because, yeah, the oceans are big. And we don't know what's weird, going on. Weird things happen down there. Uh, did a UFO take out the Titan submarine? Yeah, they were getting too close to the truth. That's right. Oh. Uh-huh. They were frustrated because the Bluetooth controller took over one of their craft when it yeah, got too like, close. Yeah, what the fuck? Whoa, 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 we're drifting. So maybe that's it. We don't know. Yeah. So far, uh, again, until the uh, the scenario from Mars attacks happens, I, I just can't let it consume my mind on a daily basis. Yeah. Um... As long as they keep messing with the military and not me, none of my business. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It'd be cool if there were aliens, but we don't know. Some people, some people saying this, some people saying that. We don't know. What do you, what do you think? I think that they're just waiting for us to die, all of, all of humanity, because it's not. Yeah, in, in the space like, timeline, right. it is like a blip. They're like, oh, these people are already cooked. Yeah, they're look at what they're doing. These fucking idiots. Yeah, they're lighting their own planet on fire. We didn't even have to do anything. Yeah, they got what? I don't know, hundred years left. All right, we'll we'll wait them out. Yeah. It'd be so expensive to have to come here and conquer these people, but they're doing it all for themselves. And like, we got all the time in the world. We yeah. are space aliens. We traveled across the universe to get here, yeah. so it's all good. Uh, by the way, uh, orcas, don't go to school tomorrow. You guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> the orcas are aware, and some are trying to warn us. Yeah. But we see it as an attack, because as humans, we see everything as they're an like, attack. hey. Hey, 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 yeah, there's aliens down here. No, don't don't sail away. I'm taking this rudder off. All right. No, where are you going? Me. I gotta <laughs> give me five minutes. <laughs> run, 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 run. <laughs> I wish I, I could can't talk. Understand. <laughs> yeah, no, that's they really fucked up being so smart, but without being able to speak English. Yeah, yeah. Stupid orcas. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Tech News Day. We'll be back with News Dump very shortly. In the meantime, if you haven't already, we did a full and complete rundown of the first. 24 to 48 hours of X going to give it to you, the website.com. Yeah. And uh, also Trump uh, inadvertently stealing some artifacts. You know, it is what it is. Make sure you like the video. Please like the video. What are you doing? Make sure scroll back up, hit the like button. You're all being very good about welcoming new viewers down there in the yeah. comments. We love those comments. It feels roll like a nice. Roll out the red carpet. Nice go. warm embrace. So thank you very much for that. But like the video. Now the videos are up here that you can click on and watch those over there. And we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.